This episode is brought to you by our Hosting Handbook mini course. Whether you're already hosting guests on Airbnb or you're still trying to soak up as much knowledge as you can, this course is the ultimate cheat sheet. It can transform your hosting from hobby to business. Get our coveted templates that include the welcome book, turnover handbook, and supply closet spreadsheet and other great bonuses you don't want to miss. Our hosting handbook is usually priced at $297, but for a very limited time, you can grab your seat for just $67. Head to www.thanksforvisiting.me forward slash hosting handbook to get all the deets. Now on to the show. You're listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. We believe hosting with heart is at the core of every successful short-term rental. With Annette's background in business operation and Sarah's extensive hospitality management and interior design experience, this dynamic duo has welcomed more than 2,000 guests from 25 countries, earning them over half a million dollars and garnering them over 650 five-star reviews. Now they're ready to share creative ways for your listing to stand out, to serve your guests, and be profitable. Each episode will have knowledgeable guests who bring value to the short-term rental industry, or Annette and Sarah will share stories about their own experiences so you can implement actionable improvements to your own rentals. Whether you're experienced, new, or nervous to start your own short-term rental, we promise you'll feel right at home. Here are your hosts, Annette and Sarah. Hey, hey, listeners. Welcome to another great week. I am Sarah Karakayan. I am Annette Grant, and together we are... Thanks Thanks for visiting. visiting. All right. We got an STR Share Sunday to brag about. One of our loyal listeners is using our hashtag on Instagram. Again, it's STR Share Sunday. And if you're a new listener, STR stands for Short Term Rentals. So not all short term rentals are Airbnbs, although that's our preferred platform or the one that we're most experts in. But anyway, Annette, who are we sharing? We are sharing at Bell Haven Cottage, and that's B E L L E Haven Cottage. And it, Elizabeth is the host. Hey, Elizabeth. Thanks and, for using the hashtag. Yes. This sits on 150 acres, this property. It's in Virginia. And one of the things we want to talk about her Instagram, really quick, check her out. Her highlights, I've She's so concise and she's so well done. She does what you should do when you're in the area. Frequently ask questions about her property. A Just a whole overview of the city itself and then a house tour. And I was just like, man, she nailed that. Like, boom, boom, boom. I went through all of her highlights and I felt like I really knew what I wanted to do and what I was going to get. Yeah. And anyone out there who's like, I don't know what a highlight is, Annette. It's, so on Instagram, no, I think it's important to point out mm-hmm. on Instagram underneath like your bio and that one area where you can have a link to anything you want. There's like these little circles that you can use to like organize anything you want within your brand. And so for short-term rental hosts, like Annette said, you can organize it by like, you know, uh, open booking dates or things to do in the area. Meet the like host. Meet the host. Yeah. Or like, you know, bedroom one, bedroom two. So use these ways of um, getting people who come to your Instagram to be able to like quickly get information that they want. That's a little... That can be displayed much differently than an Airbnb because I wish Airbnb had more of this video component and that yeah. might be a teaser for our guests today. today True. Airbnb really needs to bring video into the whole mix. Good segue. But Instagram does bring video in. So we encourage you to use that. And 
Bellhaven Cottage crushed it on their highlights using um, some yeah. video. And then in her Airbnb listing, um, she does mention her her Instagram handle. So that's how she can get her Airbnb audience over Instagram if they want to learn more about her. And if they are going over to Instagram to learn more about you as a host, you can rest assured that they are very interested in what you have to offer. So thank you so much, Elizabeth, for using our hashtag. If you want to be featured on the podcast, and we also do these features on our Instagram account, use the hashtag Sunday, And we should... Um, yes. And Elizabeth, we're you. coming to check out the wine trail oh, with you. 100%. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to our guest. Super pumped. This is the first time we've had a guest like this on, so we're excited. We've got Levi Kelly. He is a YouTuber with over 150,000 subscribers, and he gained those subscribers in just one year with videos reaching millions of views, not just like hundreds of thousands, but like millions of views. He specializes in touring unique Airbnbs from all over the world, such as tiny homes, container homes, tree houses, and more. He also has a show with a design network called Tiny B&B. And here's the cool thing about what Levi has to say. We're going to obviously dissect this, but he has um, visited 70 plus unique Airbnbs. And what the one thing he can say is having an all-around superb Airbnb is a necessity starting now. So I love that. Levi, welcome to the show. Hi. This is so exciting. Uh, listeners, don't go check out his YouTube channel yet because we want you to listen to the episode. <laughs> but seriously, carve out some time. Yeah. And binge watch. Binge watch. Levi, we, we, we got to start at the beginning because the beginning was not that long ago for you. Sarah and I are like blown away. Yeah. Why video? Why Airbnb? Why YouTube? <laughs> Go. <laughs> and we're just sitting back with our coffee right now because we want to take it all in. For sure. Yeah. So for everybody listening, I'm only 23 years old. So right out of high school, I just started with videography. Then I started doing freelance stuff. And then I started working for some marketing companies. So that's all my background for four or five years. And then I've always just loved YouTube. So I just started posting on YouTube for fun kind of like a creative outlet for me because I was always creating videos just for businesses or other people. And sometimes they're boring, but sometimes they're cool. But I liked uh, just creating videos, whatever I thought was fun or funny or cool. So that's why I jumped on YouTube. And now I've always kind of wanted to be a YouTuber, I guess. I've always been interested in that. So I think you're a YouTuber. I'm going to give yeah, you that. You nailed that. <laughs> yeah, that. You're there. That moniker. Is Levi. that the correct word now? So <laughs> you've got okay. it. You're there. You've arrived. But, yeah. But then I just tried to look into more of that, how people actually do that whole scheme of things. So I tried to start doing it myself. I started just uploading, you know, twice a week and about. Five or six months in, I did a tour of a container home and uh, it really blew up instantly. And it got like, it has now almost 3 million views. And that was my first video. And it's still my best video. Is it box, Is it the box hop? It is the box okay, hop. Okay, yeah. so let's... Oh, yeah, let's connect those dots really we quick. Actually, to connect, we just want to, not to get too sidetracked, squirrels, that's what we do here sometimes. But <laughs> that um, we actually had the box hop owners on our show way back in the day. And it's funny because we actually watched this video when we got them on the show, but we didn't really connect all the dots until we got back to Levi again. And in side note, Levi is from Ohio. Sarah and I 
live in Ohio and the box hop is located in Ohio. So a little trifecta of um, Ohio. You guys, that's episode 18 of our podcast, season three, episode one, when we used to do seasons. Now we're just episode numbers. But that's so cool, Levi. So, but were you just randomly, you know, getting away for a weekend and then decided to do the tour? Or was that like, was that uh, planned that you wanted to do a YouTube video doing a tour of a container home? Um, that one was planned. I had one or two like tiny house tours before that on my channel just because whenever I would go out, I would look on Airbnb for a tiny house because I was really into that. And yeah. I thought, well, maybe I should do a tour because it's like a thing. Tiny houses are like a thing. So I did a couple and then I I know the owners of the box hop. And then I just asked if I could do a tour of their home on YouTube and like shoot some promotional stuff for them as well. And, and then that's how that... So that one was planned. And I uploaded that. Now, the funny thing is, I don't know if you guys know this, but the reason it blew up is Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son, tweeted out the video randomly. What? I did yeah. not know that. What? <laughs> and did he say anything? Or just like, I want to stay here? Like, what's the? <laughs> what was the tweet? Just the video? He didn't say anything. It was just the link. And it was so bizarre. But I went to like his Instagram and stuff. And apparently, he like follows a bunch of like container home or tiny house accounts. So I think he might be into it. I think he might be. (laughs) That's very cool. Jaden Smith, you got to get, man, thank you to him. You never know what's going to pop off. That's so cool. So tell us about that. Like what happened when Jaden, what what happened to the views? Well, I was probably uploaded for about a week or two. And I only had like six or 700 subscribers. And the video probably only had like 300 or 400 views. And I got a message from some random person saying they saw the video from Jaden Smith. And I'm like, who's Jaden Smith? So I went and looked at it. I was like, no way. And then that night, it jumped to like 10,000 views. And then the next day, it was like 20 or 30,000. And then it just went up from there. Wow. Oh, I have goosebumps. I love that. That's, just a, that's a testament to creating content and putting it out there because you never know. You would have never mapped that out. That, exactly. That it was so, going to get tweeted out by... Will Smith's son. That's so cool. All right. So that did that spark like, wait a second, I'm on to something here. <laughs> yeah, it did. When that happened, I was like, man, people might really be into this. So <laughs> I better start keep doing this and see what happens. So, so I did a couple more and they did really good. Like a couple more tours of homes. And ever since then, I thought, well, this is working out. Might as well. And this whole time, Levi, I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing this, but did you have another job during this whole time? And is this now your full-time job? Or like, I'm sure the audience is wondering, like, how do you get the time to do this, you know, while you got to, you know, pay your rent or pay your mortgage or whatever? Yeah. During this time, um, this was about, this was like August last year. So I was still having a job. I was still doing like video and photo stuff around where I live. And then as I slowly got more and more onto YouTube, then... I slowly just quit all my other stuff. And now it's just YouTube specifically. Are you, are you living the dream? Or is it, or is it, is it, yes, I'm living the dream, but it's a lot of hard work, you guys. Like, tell us what it's like to be a YouTuber. And what is your, what is your, like, do you take weekends off? Do you, what, how many hours a week do you work? Like, tell us what that's like. I, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So um, I would say this is the dream job. I mean, I like it. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I, we agree with you, Levi. You're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm pretty blessed to have this job, I think. But as for working, I work from home actually a lot because right now I'm a one-man team. Mm-hmm. So as the channel's kind of growing, it's kind of getting a little bit harder and harder to be a one-man team. So 
I have to edit all the videos and then just plan. I have to contact the hosts and reach out to them and try to like logistically plan trips and my schedule for the YouTube channel. And Mm. then of course, you know, maintaining, try to form a brand around it. That's probably what I'm the worst at at the moment is trying to form a brand into this and try to think of the longevity of uh, the YouTube channel and what I do. But typically on a day-to-day basis, uh, I'll probably be out in the Airbnbs maybe a week or two weeks out of the month and I'll plan them all. So I'll plan maybe like 10 in one trip in an area. Ah, very smart. So I can come home and be home for a month and edit them and upload them. Then I'll just do that again. So during the weeks where I'm traveling, sometimes I do two homes in one day. And, you know, it's just all day, every day for those, that week or 10 days that I'm out. And then, of course, just the typical staying at home, editing, doing stuff on the computer during the day. Do you get to enjoy the Airbnbs when you get there? Or do you feel now it's kind of like, you got to get your shots, you got to like, I mean, the lighting's got to be good, like all those things. And then you like head to your next one. Is it less fun? Not enough. I mean, it's just something fun, but do you get to relax in any of them? Um... Maybe a little bit, like when the day's over and they have yeah. like a hot tub or pool, I'll enjoy the rest of the night doing that. Yeah. And I enjoy them because I think they're so cool and I like filming. So I think I enjoy that, but it's not like a uh, vacation, I guess. Right. You know, just lounging around the whole time. You're right. But I still enjoy them because they're super cool to look at and experience. And a lot of them are really beautiful and have great amenities. So it's cool. And I take my wife with me, so she helps me out too. So there so we go. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> no, is she part of your team, or does she have a, uh, another job, or is she just hanging out with you, making sure you, you know you get what you got to get done done? She, yeah, I would consider her part of my team. She has a job. She's a school teacher, but whenever she's with me traveling, she like helps me film. She like hold the camera. Yeah, and <laughs> she does a lot of stuff like that, or helps me plan. Uh, the Airbnb trips. Gotcha. So let's let's dig in because as we noted at the beginning, listeners, Levi has been to visited over seventy Airbnbs. He's got a, you know an amazing perspective of he, he's at pretty close contact also with the host because obviously he has to do some additional coordination than a normal overnight guest. So let's first talk about you, you know. What is the like when you're choosing these Airbnbs? Obviously, what's the first thing that you're looking at in order to reach out to a host? At like, what's going to pique your interest to to reach out to them for them to be in a potential uh, video of yours? Yeah, so I think this part is very crucial and huge for any host. I think what I'm looking for is what are people going to want to click on and watch. You know, if it's just a room in a house. That has its purpose, but I don't think a lot of people are really attracted necessarily to that. And so I'm looking for the attractiveness and what it looks like on the outside and how the inside also looks as well. Is it clean? Is it like up to date? Is it something people might be inspired from? Is it something people would like want to come look at for the home specifically, not for where they're trying to travel to? That's what I'm kind of looking at. So the outside and inside both. And when you find these homes, are you strictly just going to the Airbnb site and perusing? Is that your first or do you go to Instagram first? How do you start to research uh, you know, for your videos? The background, like it's starting to dig into where, what's, what's next on your list. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, on my free time, I'm always on Airbnb and I'm just searching around and I have like probably 30 saved category lists of 
What? These that I just saved. Okay, okay, give us give us some of those categories. Let our listeners know what's what, what you're looking for. <laughs> They're by state, so I'll do like a California, okay. like an Arizona one. But on Airbnb, you can specifically search for unique homes. So they have like treehouse category, tiny house category. They have a train. Uh, they have like probably thirty or forty different check boxes I can click, so I can specifically look for those type of homes that I want in the area. So that's what, and, and there's also other pages, like there's a Facebook page and a couple Instagram pages that I follow that do the work for me. And they'll do, they'll like highlight the Airbnb. That's really cool. Nice. Okay. So then I'll just go and favorite that one and kind of like that. Um, And so, and I'm sure how, how often do you get approached by Airbnb hosts wanting you to come out? Um, I get approached I would say not as often as you would think. I get approached sometimes. Okay. But most of the time, um, it's just Airbnbs that wouldn't really fill my channel. Like they're not... My channel, I'd say, is more of the unique Airbnb um, style. And some of them are just like regular houses or just rooms or something like that. Right. How How do you politely let them down? Your place isn't unique yeah, enough. I mean, tr- truly, I think it's interesting. Yeah, how to, you how have do you a, say like, mm, it doesn't, you have a brand, Levi. So how do you let them know that it doesn't align? Yeah, it doesn't align with your brand currently. Yeah, that part's the hardest part. I hate it so much, but I'll just let them know I'm like, my channel is really designed about unique Airbnbs and this is container homes or tree houses. So judging from what I see, you're home doesn't fit in those categories, even though your home is still really beautiful. Yeah. It, nothing against you or your home. It's just my channel is pretty specific, I guess. And I, you so. know, and you thought, you know, and I, I disagree with you, Levi. I think you have a really great brand, but that's one thing Annette and I have learned over the years, you know, in our different businesses is you got to, and listeners too, is same with like guests or any opportunities that come across your plate. Like you have to like decide what your brand is going to be known for. And then you're going to say no a lot more than you're going to say yes. You know, like... So I think oh, it's hard, Levi. That's what's going to keep you, you know, growing and and getting recognized for this work that you're doing. So I think that's okay. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, listeners, small world, but Levi is. I'm onboarding. I'm be co-hosting or managing a vacation rental in Hocking Hills, Ohio, which isn't far from actually where Levi lives randomly, or and where Net and I podcast from. Um, and you're going to be coming out and checking out that property in a couple of weeks. So I'm so excited to... I don't know if I'll... I probably won't see you personally, but of course, we'll be getting it ready for you. And it's so nerve-wracking. So <laughs> if, if, a, if a owner, when an owner knows that you're coming, what sort of things do you recommend they do to like help you do what you need to do best? Is it like give you your space or owners trying to like be there when you arrive and, and chat you up or... What's what's protocol for you know behavior? I guess when 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 you do if we do book Levi to come to an Airbnb. Yeah, sometimes the owner's there and they greet me and we talk a little bit. Sometimes the host is not there at all and I don't have really any contact with them necessarily. They live in another state or something. Yeah. So both are fine. I I would just message me first and ask if if like you wanted to be there and meet me. You know, just let me know so I know and then. I like to chat with them and talk about you know, why they got started, you know, and everything. I, I probably have some questions about their home or like phrasing for their home. If they have like a specific part of their home that I don't know the name of it, mm-hmm. then I'll probably ask them stuff and 
you know, stuff like that. Just more questions to give more detail for my videos. And it's always fun meeting the hosts. <laughs> uh, we, we should have also, like, because this is why Sarah and I, just the hosting world is amazing. Levi actually also oh, yeah. did um, <laughs> a video of another <laughs> of our guests. And that was Taylor Smith, and it was Platform 1346 is their property. And Levi also videoed that for them. So there's actually two of our prior guests that Levi yeah. has visited their um, properties. And that podcast was episode 74, and we just we just aired that on August 6th. So at, if you're listening when this when this episode airs, it wasn't that long ago. Okay, Levi, so let's talk about the relationship between you know, an influencer and an Airbnb host. I think the biggest question that they that a lot of hosts have is like, mm-hmm. how do we do this exchange? Like, is it always free? Does it depend on what the nightly rate is in exchange to have someone like you come out? Talk to, if you don't mind, like tell us as much as you feel comfortable telling us that Airbnb hosts can kind of like grow this part of their marketing because I, I think so many of them just don't know what to do. So they don't do anything in terms of reaching out or what to say to the influencer reaches out to them. What do they do? Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. So, I mean, if I'm reaching out, I'll start with me reaching out to people. So whenever I reach out to people, I just offer <clears throat> what you see on YouTube, like a full tour video. And I, of course, draw my audience all back to them and their listing so they can decide if they want to stay there. Or I tell, sometimes I tell them they even favorite the listing because I know nice. that helps bump up. Yeah, good, good work, Levi. That's a solid. That's a solid for the host. Well done. <laughs> so I feel like I offer a lot and I only ask for just a one night stay. And a lot of times, probably about half the time I get turned down because people just don't really? want the advertisement. I don't understand. I don't what? Come hold on. on. Oh, hold on though. Let's let's yeah. why they tell you no. Yeah. We told you to tell people no. So how do they tell you no? <laughs> yeah, what are their reasonings? Sometimes I ask them why they say no, because I'm curious, <laughs> and they just say they don't want um the publicity. Oh. Oh, doesn't make sense because if they're a business and they're hosting their home, they should want more, I guess. Or um, sometimes they say that their home, they're trying to renovate something in the home so they don't want it on video. Uh, okay. And yeah. I guess that makes sense. But I but, think anything that they can get their hands on for advertising, like at that moment, they should just take. Right. Even like if your backyard isn't done, I don't think that would draw people really away if your home is really cool. Anyway. Would you be understanding but, of that, Levi? If if, I, if you're like, yeah, someone come to your treehouse, but hey, my, the, the, the backyard or the... I mean, there's no backyard in a treehouse, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the bathroom's getting renovated. Are you cool with just like not including that in, in your video? Yeah, yeah. If they want something not included in the video, then I don't even mention it. Very cool. So... Okay, yeah. keep going. Do because... Well, we, we, we do know that we actually have know a couple of hosts where influencers have requested to stay, but it's not only they want the complimentary uh, nights or multiple nights stay, but they also want paid for their services because they're like, hey, my Instagram account is this or that. Have you started to charge at all? If you feel comfortable telling us. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I do. If they reach out to me, I'll charge. Or if it's like, I'm only doing one place down there, I might ask them to pay for my travel okay. well mm-hmm. or something. But normally when I batch them all up in one area, it really always pays for itself. But nice. I'll take a step back when I said uh, that <laughs> I don't include uh, whatever they want me to say. Normally, I include everything because I try to want to give the most honest review for the people. Sure, yeah. 
So, you know, if your bathroom is out of date, but your whole home is, I will still include that. I've never had somebody ask me not to include something. So, (laughs) but back to the influencer part. Yeah. If you get reached out by an influencer, I would totally, a lot of people are like turned off by that because they get reached out probably a lot. If you have a really cool home, Mm -hmm. I would just, I would look into who their audience is and what they can really provide. I mean, if it's just a random guy that takes really good photos, I don't know. If you need photos, it might be a good idea, but what's that going to bring to their audience and see what they could provide as well? Well, let's talk about that. Have you? I don't know your relationship um, with all of your, you know, people that you've done videos for, but have do you have a relationship with any of them where they're like, Levi? We are so thankful. Like our booking spiked after you released your video. Have had have any of your videos? Have you? have they reached out saying like our occupancy or our booking inquiries completely or, you know, skyrocketed after our DMs on Instagram, you know, really catapulted after you did a video? Yeah. Um, sometimes they reach back out and say that. Like, I don't know if you guys heard of Creative Cabins there in Hawking Hills. Mm-hmm. They have, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a container home and a barn dominium. I did both of their videos. Wait, I... Am I in the dark? The things are called a barn dominium. Put, yeah, we were on Levi's. We well, were on your channel, Levi, and I saw it. Yeah, I know what they are because I've been seeing a lot of them, but yeah. I didn't know they were a genre. It's a thing. A barn dominium. That's what they call theirs yeah, I, too. I didn't know that, but I what was that? This is so cool. I'm like, just my mind is excited. okay. So go back. The barn dominiums in uh, ca- what, what? What's their name again? Creative cabins. Creative cabins. Okay, go ahead. They saw a spike in bookings. Yeah, uh, they and the I took photos of their place as well, and they did a, a thing on Facebook with the photos, and it got like I don't know how many, but tens of thousands of shares on Facebook. So that I'm guessing was my video. The video I did with them, the container home has like almost two million views, and the other one has a couple hundred thousand views. So I think with all of that combined, now they're booked out, you know, months ahead. And that was only earlier this year. So I don't know if all of that came from me. There's no way to tell. Like, I don't right. know how people book if it's through me. There's no way to tell that. But judging from what people say, I think it has a huge part in it. So question, would you allow someone, as long as they give you credit, to get that embed code from YouTube and embed it on their like properties website? Or how do you feel about that sort of like sharing yeah, the content? Yeah, what are you sharing? What's the, what are the lines there that hosts are allowed to ask for? Yeah, that they can use that video wherever they want. And um, a lot of times I do take photos for myself and I'll give them the photos as well just to oh, use. Nice. So I give them all my stuff too because I want them to use my photos in my video, of course. And I want to help them out in their listing because I think it's super cool. Oh, I love so. that. No, Sarah and I love that. That's that elevated reciprocity we always chat about. All right, let's get down to it though. Let's just kind of talk about your experience, not even as a YouTuber, but as a guest in Airbnbs. Let's, you know, talk to us about like, these are just, again, because you have been to so many, what are some things that you're just like, that seem simple, that are a wow factor, or, you know, kind of just talk through, if we have some people that aren't hosting yet, what are some things that like really stick out to you that you enjoy and that you just think should be, you know, in every short-term rental? Yeah. So the things that's definitely sticking out to me are, just the little details they leave specifically for each individual guest. Now, not all Airbnbs do this, but when it does happen, it's really nice. Like I've had, um, they've left like their local bakery, they'll get goods and leave it there for you with like a no 
where sometimes I've had like a card where people write out, thanks for staying so much at our place and we love to have you or whatever. So anything that can be personalized for the guest, I think is always stands out and makes you feel <laughs> way better and more special, I guess. Ooh, personalization. You know what, Sarah and I, we don't, we'll have to have an episode on that, but that is something that really does stand out. Even if it's, a, it can be a standard note card that you leave to every single guest, but if you can just write, you know, dear Levi, enjoy your stay. Right. That personalization is huge. So listeners, take take yeah. note of that. It can be something simple, of even just a, a, a small note card saying welcome with yeah, their name. Agree. Levi, if you only stay at truly unique and, and you know, awe-inspiring places, would you say that if you have something crazy unique that hosts can then forego all the tiny touches? Like, do you think it would be just as an amazing experience to stay in a treehouse, but, you know, they have lackluster decor or just plain old bedding or, you know what I mean? They don't, they kind of really lean in the unique experience in terms of the structure or do you think you have to have it all? I think you should strive to have it all, but I don't think you need to necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I think if you have a listing and it's really unique. I think you're really in it for the long run. Yeah. You're trying <laughs> to make it like not necessarily a brand, but you try to make it booked all the time. And there's tens of thousands of Airbnbs out there. So what can make you stand apart from all of them? Why would somebody want to come stay with you and not other people is what I think. So no, I don't think you have to start off that way. I think you can get a lot of traction and gain just from just a lot of average stuff. That's fine. And then, you know, I'd say as you continue building your brand, you just work up to that stuff. Yeah. I think that's important to know. What is... Well, obviously you've stayed in a ton of unique places, but can you give us like top three or something that like is just freaking knocked your socks off? Like you were like, holy smokes. Like this is like either it's an amenity or just the space. Can you kind of give us um, some highlights? Yeah, the I think that container home I was mentioning in Hawking Hills from Creative Cabins. That one is really cool, and like it's an experience. Like I don't know, being in a container home, it's really just neat, and you're like wondering, well, how does that feel? How does that work? Is it too tiny? That one was really cool, and it felt really nice. Um, I would say a couple more. The World War II train that you guys mentioned was really unique. I've never there's not too many trains <laughs> on Airbnb, so. <laughs> right? That's really cool to just come hang out at and check it out. And then I would say, grab a couple more actually. Yeah, yeah. bring them on. Because yeah. we'll link all of these yeah. in the show notes, Listeners, you guys. We're gonna, this, this episode will be littered with show notes. You can spend a full day going down the rabbit hole of videos and listings. <laughs> there is a uh, geodesic dome in one of the Carolinas. And it's pretty big. Now, I don't know if you know what that is. It's like a white dome. It's kind of like, Plastic, but there's metal framing. Mm, okay. Really interesting to me. And they have like a deck around it and the hot tub. They make it look really cool. That one's pretty fun to be at. Okay. And then I was in Arizona earlier this summer too. I stayed at four places right next to the Grand Canyon. And being out there, in the, they're like in the middle of the desert and it's kind of hard to get to. But I think it's totally worth it because you're really out there secluded and by yourself, but you're in these tiny homes and it's just a cool, unique experience. There's a couple out there. And then I think Texas has a lot of good places to offer, like Waco, Texas or Fitchburg, Texas. They're, they're like two unique Airbnb like hubs. Like What was the... Fr- you said Fredericksburg and Waco? Yeah. And how close, how close are those 
um, in proximity, like if someone's planning to trip, is it drivable between the, the two? Because yeah. we all know Texas is large. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Waco and Fredericksburg are about three hours away from each other. Okay, cool. They're and- totally different. Of course, people go to Waco for Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> <And then laughs> Fredericksburg is more like the wine country and stuff like that. So different types of trips, but they both have a lot of cool Airbnbs that you can stay at for a really cheap price. A lot of people kind of complain, I guess, in quotations that these homes are really expensive to rent out. Mm-hmm. Some of them can be, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are also competitive with pricing. Nice. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, you know, <clears throat> listeners, I, this might be a good point to bring up to Levi with people having opinions about prices. You, you got to do your numbers, listeners. You have to know where your home sits, look at comparables, and then be confident that your pricing is is where it should be. So right. you don't want to unique your space out of your uh, socioeconomic like um, demographic wherever you put this place. You know, depending on the uniqueness. But you know, and listeners too. I hope you know having Levi on today has has piqued your interest and has gotten you think larger in terms of just leveraging OTAs like Airbnb and Verbo and HomeAway to market your properties, you really should, especially if you've got, if you're thinking about having a unique property, have a marketing plan in place. So this property that I'm onboarding in the, we talk about the Hocking Hills area. It's a, it's a very vacation. Uh, we can, we can give their Instagram handle, can't we? Oh yeah. They are <laughs> at the cliffs underscore Hocking Hills. But it's funny because when the owner and I are chatting about, you know, opening up the calendar and all that, we were saving dates for influencers like Levi, you know, and then the owner reached out to Levi and and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, we we that's included in like our numbers and our marketing mm-hmm. plan and all that kind of good stuff. So I think what you do, Levi, is really important for hosts. And I love that you have such an honest perspective. You're like, I'm gonna go there and give my honest feedback, which leads me to my next question. <laughs> have you ever been to a, an Airbnb and you were underwhelmed? And like how did you handle that? Um, one time, yeah. <laughs> I that I, we can't see Levi's face, but <laughs> we felt it. <laughs> can you can you let us know? Let us help us out. Help our listeners out. Help us out. Yeah, there's. I have a video on it. It's really old though. It was one of my first ones. It's like it was this Airbnb mansion kind of home in Indiana, mm-hmm. and their photos were cool. Some of it on the inside was a little like questionable whether um like it was totally up to date, but. I thought, you know, I could get around it. And overall, the home was really cool. So I went there and the home looked like nobody's been in it in the past like 10 years. The photos were way like different and out of date. The grass was like to my knees. And they had like a walkway that led out their home into this other area. And like the walkway looked like it's about to fall (laughs) apart. It was the most wild thing. There was no, there's no furniture in the place either. It was so wild. Were you afraid this was like the end of your days? Were you waiting for someone yeah, to I, come? I didn't even stay there that night. I was too. I went oh. to a hotel actually. Interrupt. But you still did a video, so I, we we'll, we'll link to this. Is it okay if we link to the video, Levi? In yeah, our yeah. Okay. It says I got scammed in the title, so I did. Oh, oh, is that what you think happened? You got scammed? Kind of. I think so. Because also, if you look at the reviews, they have like a lot. All the reviews are like five stars and say it's good. I'm like, there's no way no. that that's possible. Huh. I got scammed. So, <laughs> call them out or anything. But I mean, the video, I just kind of... No, you, you're absolutely... Like, this is the point of our show. Like, You are allowed to call somebody out like that. You cannot misrepresent your property. You cannot have photos 
that are showing that there's furniture in a space, that the it, the property is well kept. This sound this doesn't sound like oh they are switching out sofas or they changed a paint color and haven't updated their photos. Like that kind of stuff is going to happen, listeners. Like oh I got you know I got a new. I don't know, refrigerator and forgot that I didn't take a new picture. Like that's okay um, until you get around to it. But like completely duping people, that is not, you can't do that. Like like Levi said, he left because he's like, wait, what else is going to like happen that if they weren't forthcoming about the property here? Yeah, exactly. Totally <laughs> wild. I <laughs> get other hosts that like, there's this host in Fredericksburg, Texas with the tree houses. Um, they're up on my channel. They're pretty recent on my channel too. but. Their Wi-Fi internet totally went out. And then that guy, he has a normal job. So he, that night, went and ran his own internet wire above the ground just so everybody could have um, internet that night too. So then he's like, of course, puts it in the ground later as oh. the days go by. But he like instantly went and fixed it himself, which wow. looked difficult to me. I don't know how he did it, but <laughs> there's those like that out there too that do anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Here's my burning question. Will you ever host? Is it on your list of things that you want to do now that you've... Do you want to create your own unique space? Are you plotting and scheming as we speak? Yeah, I do really want to host. And I do... There's no like plans yet. But I do plan on hosting eventually, maybe in the next year or so. I plan on building um, my own little unique stay and seeing where that goes. Because I know they can make a lot of money too. And I want to add something to my own community kind of. So, because I've looked at my own area and there's nothing too crazy or unique. So I want to add and have something for people to come enjoy. And of course, to make a little bit of money. <laughs> Levi, if you need any investors, my name is Sarah Karakayan. Yeah, I live in Columbus. I will help you. We're here for you. <laughs> and we'll, we're, we'll be your truth-telling friends that could stay the first couple nights. But we got you. We there got we you. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine what you're cooking up in your head because you've seen so much that it's like... Which I guess could all you know probably overwhelm someone and say, "Well, all this has been done." But I'm sure you know, even if you've been to like more than one treehouse and more than one container hill, and they're each special in their own right. So they are, yeah, yeah. I totally think they are. I'm. I bought a house recently, but I'm just renovating it, and this is kind of like, I guess, the test run or trial to see if this is something we even want to do or enjoy. Nice. Are you videoing your renovations? Oh yeah, your progress. I am. Yeah, there's a couple episodes out on the channel right oh, now. Sorry, we should have been watching those. I should have known. So you can tell we didn't <laughs> go through your whole channel. <laughs> they were my main videos. Okay. So way less views, but gotcha. they're still up on my channel. Gotcha. What, what kind of unique stay would you think the world needs more of? Like, do we need more? Do we need more tree houses? Do we need more container homes? Do we need more mansions? Trains. What do we need more of, Levi? Barn dominiums. Yeah. So definitely need more unique stays. I know that that's a lot more of the bookings on Airbnb now. A lot of people are going towards the unique stay type of deal. But more specifically, I would say whatever your environment or area can provide. So treehouses can't be everywhere because a lot of places don't have big enough trees <laughs> to put treehouses in. Like right. Arizona or places like that. Sure. Um, but definitely, you know, if you have the phrase, you know, tiny house in your title or whatever, people are like really intrigued by it. So True. And that's about like less than 500 square feet. So a tiny house usually is the way to go, but whatever you would really want. And when you're looking at finances, the tiny and the financial commitment kind of go hand in hand. Like those are, those are two things that 
aren't overwhelming for people. I'm trying to look it up really fast, listeners, but I'm failing. But it's one of our first 10 episodes, Annette and I... Oh, yeah. We went to a tiny home. We did. We went to a tiny home. And it was funny because it was in like a random neighborhood in Pittsburgh, not even like the most popular of neighborhoods. We pulled in an alley. We were on a slab in his backyard and we loved it. We loved every minute of it. Well, we were like, this sounds like fun. Let's just, you know what I mean? It was unique. It was different. We wanted to mix it up. And you'll have to listen to his episode because he tells you... um, I think he said he invested, what, 30, 40K all in? Mm-hmm. And that he had plumbing, like, you know, um, but he made that back. I mean, he's cash yeah. flowing mm-hmm. ASAP. So, yeah, it was. It doesn't have to be like having amazing land is probably a great thing, but you could also just put it in your driveway if you're allowed. Um, Levi, we're going to put this out to you and all of our listeners per usual. We're going to have to start like a Kickstarter or something. Sarah and I really want to do a plane. We want to do a plane because Ohio is the birthplace of aviation. We need to make this happen. Yeah, Levi, you want to win on this? <laughs> that, would be, that would be really cool. I've uh, seen a couple of those on Airbnb, but they're like out there they're in like a in different France, country. right? Yeah. We got to do a like, birthplace of aviation. We got to make this happen. So everybody, listeners, everybody, tell us, we got to make this happen. I'm just going to put it out to the <laughs> to the interwebs cool. and the, the podcast world. Levi, kind of wrapping up here, but we want to know, What's the one place you want to stay that you haven't been able to con- like you haven't been able to get in yet? What what what's that? Where's that one on your list? One place I've wanted to stay that you haven't been able to yet. Hmm. Or is there like a place like do you want to travel to a certain country that you haven't? Right. Or is it yet? like yeah? I do. Yeah, Europe. I definitely want to go to Europe. That's been. I was going to go earlier this year, but then. We all know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of cool places too, and I like their style. So I really want to go over there. Mm-hmm. But some, some places, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but some places I really want to go to here are booked for the next, until next summer. So it's pretty crazy. Do you have some things on your calendar for next summer already? No, not for next summer okay. already. All right. Uh, yeah. Levi, is there any... Um, how can our listeners... Yeah. If, if, if someone has a unique stay at Airbnb and they want you to come out and, and have that night's nice day in exchange for... And you guys, Levi's videos are beautiful. They're stunning. I mean, you get great views of the property. You show all the details of the property. You really do a really wonderful job. So where can our listeners find out more about you? Well, thank you. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Levi M, as in Monkey Kelly. <laughs> or my YouTube channel is just my name, Levi Kelly. And you can see all my videos there. And then I think there's like an email button somewhere and you can message me there or message me on Instagram. And that would definitely be an easy way to reach out to me. Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much for your time and all you do for our host community. We yeah. really appreciate you. Host, even just hit Levi up on Instagram and say thanks to him for his videos because it really is helping even if you're not on one of his videos, it really just gives people that have never stayed in an Airbnb at least a tour and a feel of what an Airbnb is. So we should all be thankful for him, you know, for opening up the Airbnb community and, and what it is to, to so many people. So we're, we're, everyone that's listening, I'm sure, is super thankful for you too. And Levi, actually, I should have asked you before we asked you that, but is there anything else you want to share with our listeners about anything at all that you wanted to make sure you got out during this our call? I would just say... You know, if you're looking into hosting your own place and you have like a job, there's lots of hosting companies for you that do a really good job. Mm. Like I know Heavenly Hosts, they host about 30 or 40 in Texas and they're all beautiful and they do really good. And there's also this platform called Stayamo. Mm-hmm. You can look that up. 
it's a website and they're in Joshua, Joshua Tree, California. And they Oof. like I'll post a ton in that area. And I'll actually be there next week. So I'll be doing a bunch of tiny house videos in Joshua Tree, California. Nice. Those. I'm having a video breaking down how much this guy's tiny house makes on Airbnb. Oh, you're going to give us real numbers? Yeah, Levi, yeah. nice. Yes. Real numbers if you want to see it out. It's oh. pretty often and it's a pretty popular one. And I mean, I think it's cool, but I think anybody can do that. So yeah. if you want to know. Absolutely. Yeah. So that'll be coming soon. So go subscribe to Levi's Levi's channel. Yeah. Oh, thanks. No, those were great. And and again, listeners, we have been taking copious notes. There will <laughs> yes. be a ton of show notes here. And you can just spend some time going through not only Levi's channels, but all of the episodes that we mentioned, you know, going and harding all of these properties. Let's just, um, you know, share space, live your dream. Yeah. And listeners, if you're ever, if you're listening to our podcast while you're driving or you're working out and you're not at your computer, if you want to go to our website, thanksforvisiting.me, you can sign up for our email list because we email uh, our podcast episodes that, that link to all the show notes, to our guests, you know, to your inbox. So you can save it and reference it later. So go ahead to our, to our website, sign up for that email list and never miss an episode. Levi, thank you so much for your time today. I'm excited to have you at the property I am co-hosting in two weeks here in Hocking Hills. We cannot wait to see what you capture. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you to see it. It's, mm-hmm. it's truly a special place here in Ohio. But um, thanks so much for your time, Levi. Yeah, thank you so much. I can't wait either. Awesome. All right, listeners, I am Sarah Karakayan. I'm Annette Grant. And together we are Thanks Thanks for for visiting. Visiting. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. Head on over to the show notes for this episode at thanksforvisiting.me. If you're looking to take your listing to the next level and show your guests how much you care, be sure to check out our line of thoughtful hosting products from hosting checklists to custom mugs to toilet paper stickers. We've got you covered. And if you love our show, remember, sharing is caring. Please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Awesome reviews help us bring you awesome content. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Thanks for visiting.